It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. There's something remarkable that happens when our kids go, I can't do it, it's too hard. They whinge, they whine, they don't want to do something, but it's hard and it's a genuine accomplishment. And then once they've done it, they're kind of like, yeah, I did it. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Okay, Kylie, it's a Monday, and for our neighbours in the southern states, New South Wales, Victoria, school is back, day one. Well, actually, pupil-free days all around the place for a lot of people, but school goes back this week for everyone who wasn't already back at school, I think. How are you feeling? Ready for it? Week two? I'm so ready for it. (laughs) You just want the kids out of the house, don't you? Hey, uh, we had a we had a, I had an experience on the weekend that I just want to share. It's not I'll do better tomorrow or anything like that, but um, laying on the grass. So we've mentioned on the podcast before the house that we've bought, flat block of land, first time, pr- pretty much in our entire lives. I think the first house we ever owned, like twenty years ago, uh, twenty two years ago, was a was a, a house on a flat block. But this is the first time in twenty years that we've had a flat block, and I'm um, laying on the grass, enjoying the sunshine because. Why wouldn't you do that on the weekend? It was just beautiful. And um, there's that thing that happens when parents sit or lie down. It doesn't matter whether it's inside or outside. Did you see what happened? I noticed a whole heap of noise and I wondered what was going on. And I found a jumble of arms and legs on the front lawn they when I walked me. out the front door. They found me. I'm laying on the grass catching up on all the Tour de France uh, news, catching up on what's happening in the cycling. And the kids, they, uh, they they just thought, this is our opportunity because Dad is pretty much not doing anything. They found me outside on the grass, jumped on me. We had a wrestle. Uh, we were talking on, uh, I don't know, one day last week, Thursday last week, about refilling our kids' joy tanks. And we got so caught up talking about making sure that we're finding flow and tapping into their sources of joy and connecting. I had five other things that I was supposed to talk about for finding, uh, helping to refill our kids' uh, joy tanks, but we talked too long. So we found some joy on the weekend in the most mundane and simple connection and wrestling and outdoor play. It was just beautiful. It was so much fun. And now we need to continue the conversation. Okay. Well, I'm interested to know what's on your list because I have I have a couple of my own, but... Really? I wonder if they're the same as what's on my list. So, yeah, so tell me. So the number three item on my list, number one for today, but obviously we had two last week, is play. Play, 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 play as a, a way to refill our kids' joy tanks. I mean, we had kids that were miserable. They were whinging and whining and sucking. But once they had the opportunity to just jump on me, which they took, they I didn't invite them to do it. I actually wasn't very happy about it, but I joined in the fun. It was great. It was just beautiful to play. It's so funny you should say that because one of the girls over the holidays got to have a sleepover with some new friends. Yeah, yeah. And she was really a little bit nervous about it. Didn't want to do it. Whinging, whining. Do I have to? This is going to be horrible. What if they don't show up? What if they're not nice? And she came home and we asked her how things had gone. And she said, well, it was pretty awkward in the beginning. And she complained about it for like 10 minutes. And it it was like, I didn't enjoy myself. That was the message I was getting loud and clear. And then she said, have you seen that taco slap? Yeah, like the Instagram, tor- the, the, the TikTok tortilla slap, and uh, and I have seen it. You hadn't seen it, I so you didn't it. know what was going on. But these four girls, for all intents and purposes, are new friends yeah. in the equation, and they've decided to have a go. And so, can I, I? I'll explain the tortilla slap for those who are uninitiated and are not TikTokers. Uh, you basically get a tortilla, like from out of a 
I don't know, a plastic pack. You pick up the tortilla and you hold one. one tortilla, not the whole pack, and then you hold it. You're not allowed to fold it up or wrap it up. You just hold it sort of flat uh, on, on, a, on the edge. And everybody has a mouth of water. <laughs> And then you've got a you've got a mouthful of water. You're not allowed to squirt any water, but you slap each other across the face with these tortillas. <laughs> Whoever thinks these things up anyway. The whole reason I'm telling you this story is because here was this kid who was really, really nervous about, you know, being in a new environment, new friends, and they decided that they were going to have a go at this TikTok challenge. <laughs> And she literally, for about 20 minutes, she just rehearsed everything that happened. Every slap, <laughs> every water squirt. We heard about the whole lot. And it's amazing how play just lightens the mood. Yeah, and, and it draws us together. It creates bonds. I mean, now those four girls will always remember that sleepover because that, of the tortilla, tortilla slap. slap. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's beautiful. And that's the power of play. That's the whole purpose of of play. It doesn't have to fulfill any productive purpose. It's not about reaching any means, but what it does is it builds resources. It's rejuvenating and it, you usually play with somebody, so it's good for connection as well. And it refills kids' joy tanks. I, I, I think I can say this without... Um, without over-disclosing too much about this particular daughter, but she's had lifelong low-level anxiety. So she really struggles with new environments. She really struggles with new friends. She really struggles just with the move. Of all of our kids, this, this is the one child who's really not taken easily to the move. Everyone else has been really happy about it except for her. And, and yet, a little bit of play, this additional connection and it's almost like the anxiety, the sadness, the frustration, all of the stuff we've been dealing with for for some time, it almost vanished overnight. I mean, there's still vestiges of it. There's a bit of it. But it refilled her joy tank in such a profound, powerful and instantaneous way. It was so great to watch. But I think it taps in beautifully with the whole idea of connection. You yes. Can't, you can't play without connecting. Well, you can, but it doesn't work very well. Solo play is not nearly as good as mutual play. So what's next on your list? Uh, after that, I had activity. And when I say activity, I'm not talking about playing, but what I'm talking about is just getting the kids involved in life. You might do it with cooking or cleaning or craft, or maybe you're going to add some colour to a room or see what I did there with all those letters starting with, all those words starting with C. But activity as in, you know when you're just doing stuff and you invite one of the kids to join you and there's no pressure, they don't have to. I mean, I shared that story about raking the leaves the other day and how I brought Emily and Lily out to rake the leaves and they didn't really want to. But because I invited them, they kind of did. And then we ended up raking the leaves and having fun for about 20 minutes. It was just a it was a fun, easy activity. So activity with no pressure, a simple invitation, that's the kind of thing that I'm getting at. I think that's still connection. Well, it is, but but it's, it's, it's connection around an activity rather than connection for connection's sake. Like you and I, we might sit together and actually – connect we talk we create conversation and meaning and uh, and derive that from the fact that we're together but this is activity as in we're connecting while we do something so that's my next idea and it's amazing what it does as our kids become productive and engaged in activity what it does for their well-being it it boosts it it, it refills their joy tank hmm. what's your last one uh, i've got uh, three more oh you've got three more well, we're gonna do them after the break 
The unhealthy, unhelpful boy code that is rampant in our children's school and social environments encourages some persistent and dangerous ideas about what it means to be male. But the Building Better Boys webinar is here to help unpack these cultural ideas and help guide our boys to be brilliant, beautiful and even better. Building Better Boys is available today online at happyfamilies.com.au. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. And you've got three more. To refill our kids' joy tanks, I think that we need to break the routine now and then. So Dessert for breakfast. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, it's fun, right? Do, do the unexpected. Go for a walk uh, after school instead of doing homework. Um, maybe give them the morning off school. No, I mean, I know teachers just slapped their foreheads with their hands and said, stop giving them these ideas but the, the idea here is when you break the routine you do something novel it changes everything up and if you can say to the kids guess what uh, we're not going to school until 10 this morning which means everyone's going to have a sleep in we're going to ride our bikes or our scooters to the park we're going to goof off with a ball for half an hour we're going to walk along the beach whatever it is that you get to do in your neighborhood give yourself an extra hour hour and a half in the morning and just have fun cook pancakes instead of having wheat bix do the do the unusual and watch what happens. It just, it's its enlivening, the novelty. It helps everyone to shift gears, to recalibrate, to kind of work out, oh, okay, we've got the opportunity to have fun in our lives again, and then we can get back to the routine. Our kids feel like that every time I buy a jar of Nutella. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not very often, but they know that if the jar comes home, <laughs> life is going to get a whole heap more joyful. <laughs> and they, they don't let that opportunity go. They get into that Nutella. Oh my goodness, so un- so unhealthy. <laughs> What's the next one? The next one's going to be a little bit provocative and surprising, but if we want to help our kids to be happy, I think that we need to get them to do hard things. Mm, I agree. There's something remarkable that happens when our kids go, I can't do it, it's too hard. They whinge, they whine, they don't want to do something, but it's hard and it's a genuine accomplishment. And then once they've done it, they're kind of like, yeah, I did it. Uh, we recently climbed to the top of Mount Coulomb. It's not a massive hill it's not a mountain by any stretch uh and it's not even the hardest walk in the world but it requires effort and energy and the kids were whinging and whining oh do we have to i don't go for a walk but we got outside we got into nature oh that's that's a bonus one get into nature um overachiever yeah and and then we we walked up this hill and it was great they loved it and the view from the top was fantastic and there's just something about doing hard Things. I know we're talking about filling our kids' joy cups, but these all of these things work for us as adults as not, well. Not cups, honey. Tanks. Tanks. Because we've got a lot of joy to fill. <laughs> but you're right. As adults, all, all, of these, all of these ideas work just as well for us as, as they do for the kids. Whether it's a break from routine or doing something hard or getting out of nature or involving yourself with somebody in an activity or playing. Like, we even use the word, I'm going to just play around with this idea for a bit. I want to toy with this mechanical thing that I'm playing with or I toy with this recipe we use those terms and I think that we um that we that we really should what's your last one okay so if we're going to do something hard and break with routine and all that sort of thing the last one that I'm going to chuck out there is artistic endeavors music painting art all that kind of stuff um just recently I've begun having some piano lessons again First time since I was a teenager. I only had nine months worth of lessons anyway. I only have a handful of songs that I can play. But it feels so wonderful. I, I can't even describe how, how good it feels to sit down at the piano and puzzle my way through a piece of music that I have no idea what I'm doing with and to be able to sit with the teacher uh, beside me and say, okay, 
how do I do this? I'm getting this all wrong. And then 10 minutes later, be able to do it and, and figure it out. And then have the teacher show up a couple of weeks later and say, wow, you've you figured that out. I didn't think that you were going to get that far that fast. This is great. Um, it has it has created a little bit of healthy competition in the house, though, yes. with a few uh, musicians trying to show one up you, I guess. Well, well, everyone wants to be on the piano at the same time, which is one big challenge. And the other one is, hang on, that's my song. You're not allowed to play my song. My songs are easier than yours. Your songs are harder than mine. I want to play yours. Like, it's, it's created a bit of stuff, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. Which is really fun. So they're my big ideas for refilling our kids' joy tanks. I'll go through them again. Again, really quickly, first of all, we need to understand where our kids' joy comes from, those sources of joy, and help them to find flow. But then it's things like connection, play, being involved in activities together, breaking from the routine, doing hard things, and getting involved in musical or artistic pursuits like drawing, painting, art, all that sort of stuff. Well, I only have one more to add, and I'm really surprised you didn't put it in there. Okay. Laughter. Laughter. You've got to laugh. It's so funny that you're saying that. (laughs) So the other day we were eating at the dining table and we have have some French doors that lead out into our deck and one of the doors was open. Is that what they're called? They're called French doors? They're French doors. I just thought they were... The two of them open up. Right, okay. The only one was open, so it's just one doorway. Oh, I know what you're going to share. Yep. And... As I was eating, I noticed that one of the grapes that was in my salad was a little bit manky, so I decided that I would throw it out the window. I well, love out the that door. Word. I love that word, manky. Manky. It was a bit manky. Oh, manky grape. And so, <laughs> in my attempt to throw it out the door, I needed to get it over the white cushions of my outdoor setting that was just outside the door. So, so let's just put this into perspective. Kylie is two and a half metres away from a doorway that is a, a, a metre and a bit wide. That's a wide doorway. It's not. It's a normal it's doorway. A, Stop being unfair. And, and it's and it's the, the height of a regular doorway, but it's it's big and, and it's open. The door is wide open, two and a half metres away, and you... Yeah, but then I've got the distance that just past <laughs> that, there's a big couch with white cushions, and I didn't want a manky grape landing on the cushions, so I had to aim a little bit higher than normal. <laughs> right. Anyway. You aimed too high. It's my story. Shush. (laughs) In my attempt to aim past the couch, I might have missed the door by just a little bit and it's hit the wall. Hit the wall at the top of the doorway. And And I was hoping that nobody would notice, but I wasn't so lucky. But what was so funny was that once everybody realised everybody was peeing their pants with laughter, except for one child who's looked up and gone, what? What? What What's going on? So next thing... Uh, one of the children has picked the grape up. And no, just, no, didn't she pick up a different grape or she went and got that one, did she? Yeah. She went and picked up the manky grape. Yeah, she picked up the manky grape. And then she tried to throw it out the window. <laughs> she walked to the far end of the table and chucked it at the window. Like chucked it at the window, not through, not through the open door. And splattered grape all over the window. <laughs> And you know what? My first initial thoughts when it happened was I was so embarrassed. I'm going to say... You were mad at me for for laughing at you. I was a little bit mad at you. But then the reality was it was just so funny. (laughs) And so often we kind of just get caught up in, you know, kind of uh, getting embarrassed and, and being upset about things when it was actually just a really good opportunity to have a good belly laugh together. Yeah, find the funny. Yeah. 
So, so I think I think that that's it goes a huge way to help us find joy. We hope that this podcast episode has helped you to find joy and a whole lot of new ways to refill your and your children's joy tanks. I will just say that I was side saddled when I tried to throw it out. Side saddled. Well, I was sitting at the table. I wasn't like facing it straight. I was on the side <laughs> profile when I tried to throw it out. The Happy Families Podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce that is matters. our executive producer. If you would like to learn how to throw straight, uh, we can't help you on this podcast. But if you would like to learn how to make your family happier, please visit us at happyfamilies.com.au. And if you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a rating and review. Those five-star ratings and reviews help other people to find out about the podcast and make their family happier too. 